One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. 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 We're back. Happy we're back. New Year. Happy New Happy Year on twenty two thousand and fourteen. Sorry, we've been uh, gone. Apologies. For so long. Apologies. Should we? Should we make our excuses up now? Like sure. Like Sam esque. Go on then. Well, it's been injuries, and you know we. Uh, Never known a January like it. Yeah, mad January. I'm everything. here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello. I'm with John. Hello. And there's no Reese tonight. Okay. He's but he's not the, ill. He's, he's not on a first aid course. He's learning how to make people better. Mm. Wish he could come but on yeah, just, West just, Ham just to clear it up, all three of us tonight have been ill one way or another in January. We've also been depressed and uh, lacked motivation while we've been in our sick beds to record a podcast, really. I still lack a little bit of a motivation, if I'm honest. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to go through. I've got a slight sore throat. I'll we're going to go know, through. I was debating uh, five losses, one draw, and one win tonight, just to make up for amends, a eh, George. We Let's are. do it then. I can't wait. Let's, Let's start with Arsenal. Boxing Day. Do you remember that game? Yeah, Boxing Day. Did you go? I did go. Yeah. You two didn't, did you? I didn't. No. Part timers. I sold my ticket. We had uh, we I lost three one. Up, we lost three one. No, we didn't, did we? I thought we did. <laughs> it's so long ago. Yeah, we did. Do we go one nil up? Yeah, yeah. We went one nil up, and I got all excited. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I tweeted Cole a, scored, yeah. Um, a, a Guna friend of mine, but uh, I sort of should have had a bit of a resolution not to tweet people before the game's over because, of course, we lost. That's a, that is like a schoolboy error. That's it is a schoolboy error. So, your starter for 10 is who scored our one goal? Cotton Cole. I just said he that. already just Cotton said that. Cole. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> oh, Sorry, my God's come back now. You want to go to the doctor, innit? Sean's still ill. But we didn't expect Apolo- to win. Apologies if you've just blown your speakers. Um, oh, there it goes again. So, yeah, we lost 3 1. Uh, possession, we had 34%. We had 12 shots with 5 on target. Does anybody else have anything else to say about no, that? Let's no, let's go on to Ar- the next Arsenal game. Arsenal did dominate us. 34% possession. And you'll see a theme as we go through each I think each they're a bit game. better than us, so that's fair enough. Of course they were. And, and Arsenal, to be fair to them, have done really well this season. Two days later, I made the trip to West Ham once again. And we watched a three-all draw against West Bromwich Albion. Yeah. Possession, we had 47%. We had 16 shots, six on target. Now, this game is still fresh in my memory due to the controversy surrounding Nicholas and Elka. Yes. Still ongoing. Yeah. Um, Did you notice that at the time? No, he's at the other end. Yeah, we'd have a clue, would you? But someone did, somewhere. Did we all go to that? I didn't have Barino. Barino died for the penalty. Barino. He's English. He's good. Did we all go to that? John didn't. I didn't. Did you? I did. 
Did yeah, you did. Sure I gave yeah. my ticket to the people that were staying with us. Oh, yeah, Will Campbell. Oh, yeah, we yeah, took... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? It was a disappointing game based on the fact that we scored those two goals to take the lead. And then they promptly equalised within two minutes or something afterwards. Okay. Who scored our goals, George? Uh, Nolan. Yes, one. Don't know. I can't remember. Who is Carlton it? Cole. Yeah. It's a goal machine. And Maega. Oh, yeah, 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 he scored right. a good goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he very did. good goal. El- um, and Elko obviously oh, scored two before he did his reverse uh, Nazi salute. It wasn't, it was a Quinnell. Was it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. There. Should we have won that one? Yes. Yeah, yes. probably. We needed to win that one. We that needed was a, to that one. That was another one of Sam's must-wins. That's our save-our season. It was another must-win. And so I remember, obviously, this was one of the games where I said to Sam, how many points you're going to get over the next few games? And he said, a minimum of six. And how many did he get? One. 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 What was that game? It was that game. So from that must-win game, we moved on to the to other another must-win one. game. Once again, Boom. I made the trip to Fulham you on New Year's Day. You? I did. I regretted it. Absolutely hanging. About 45 minutes into the game. It got to half-time and I had to sort of just sit down and hold my head in my hands. Uh, we lost 2-1. West Ham had 32% possession. We had 11 shots with three on target. No, we were rubbish. Scored. We oh. were terrible. Memorable for Nolan sending off. Yeah. What an Would you have won that game? No, I don't think so. Who scored as? More, more. More, more, more. more. You missed that. You weren't in the ground, were you? No, no, I saw it. it that was, was, uh, that was the new West Ham way. I that thought you goal, didn't get it? in until a bit late because he scored it on seven minutes. No, you're thinking of another away game. Was it? I thought we got into... Because you, you, you've been so ill, Sean, I think your memory's gone yeah, a bit. You're hallucinating as well. But that was scored in the typical West Ham way, which was the big long punt down the middle, and... Don't call him that. Hey. And uh, can we talk uh, about uh, Nolan? I mean, obviously, second red. Is his head gone? I think his head went. I don't I think know if still gone. I think his head went. I mean, this is... Uh, after making the analogy that he got sent off the last five seasons around Christmas period... He apologises in the fans' forum, and he says it was a stupid thing, and then he goes and does this again. Exactly the same thing as well. A friend of mine saw, um, not long after this game, saw him and Andy Carroll in a bar in Essex. Absolutely. I heard that, actually. I saw that on Twitter. They were watching watching the Forest game, weren't they? They were watching the Forest game. I don't think they were even watching it. Well, it was on the telly. A friend of mine witnessed that. Anyway, let's move on to that cracking game that was the Forest game. It just gets better and better on this list, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It actually does get better in a minute. Uh, not At least you, on this game, you won't have to name the West Ham scorers. And I didn't go to it as well, that's the bonus. Yeah, we made a decision. Nottingham Forest 5, West Ham nil. Possession was 39% for us. 12 shots, 5 on target. So we're in the, we're the fourth game in since uh, Christmas. Not too bad. And We've we haven't seven managed... More than 47% possession. That's correct. Yeah. Or more than six shot on six shots on target. Yeah. It's actually not too bad, is it? Right. Against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, well... I wanted to turn this game off. I watched it on the telly. And I really, really... What disappointed me more about this game is not only is the big fat Sandman ruined our whole football team, is now ruining the youth team as well. And just ruin well, the future generations. Someone mentioned today on, on the youth team, apparently our, our youth, you know, our development squad um, results have dipped since that. You know, they've lost a bit of confidence since uh, being slated. It's not hung surprising, up. is it? A lot of people said they were hung out to dry. I agree. I mean, they've, they've come across a form team in the championship. So, you know, there's well, only, also, only about five places between us and them in the league. I sort of understand concentrating on the semi-final and are concentrating on the league but to sort of admit defeat already and Sam basically sort of say I'm putting the kids out you know I don't expect to win it I don't know if you notice and we'll get to this later but he's pretty much said the same about Man City and Chelsea away as well setting us up for defeat sort of saying we should concentrate on February really I mean when do we start talking about everything we we will do after we've got through the missile Uh, next, is there anything more to say about the no, FA Cup? I short feel, FA Cup. Feel, well done, Nottingham Forest, I want to say. And I feel I they played. Yeah, he was really good, wasn't he? That yeah. little, little I feel sorry and embarrassed for the young lads that play in our academy. And uh, is his name Davis, the manager? 
Billy Davis. Yeah, yes. Billy Davis. We were linked with him straight after the match as our, our next manager. But that, sorry, that said about the young players in our academy, I feel also embarrassed for the likes of Downing and Maiga and Morrison who played and started that game and were an absolute shocking performance from them as well. Can I tell you a little bit of information? Go on him. Carlton Cole refused to play in that game because he didn't want to be cup-tied in case he found another club in the transfer window. Fair well, enough. That's kind of fair enough, to be honest. He was, he was leaving him in the lurch. He was just about coming out on a free, wasn't he? He was just coming up to the end of his contract. He was. Yeah. More of that later. Man City 6. West Ham United 0. <laughs> possession, 31% possession with three shots. Only one on target. Yeah, there you go. He got one on target. Who, who got that one on target? Matt Taylor. Now, can we tell a story here now, George? I think. When, before this semi-final... George and myself had a discussion that it was a semi-final and we had to buy it. It was actually as we were queuing up to get out of White Hot Lane after was, being on yeah. 2-1. We had a discussion and we decided that we would buy our tickets early for the second leg, which is tomorrow, Tuesday, we're recording this on Monday. And we asked John whether he wanted to come and join us. And John said... Have you seen Man City's home record? He did. I said. And we said... We, 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 we brought into question his West Ham fan status, and we said, but it's a semi-final. <laughs> what are you, an armchair fan? And we gave him a hard time, particularly George. Who's got the last laugh, John? Well, I'll be sat here tomorrow night. I don't have to watch so, it. So will I. <laughs> you're, you're not, not going. going. <laughs> I really don't want to. I'm going to go out of principle. Um, I paid 34 quid. I'm going to sit there in my seat. I'm going to fold my arms and say, entertain It was embarrassing, wasn't it? It was embarrassing. It was, but, but it, was a it wasn't the surprise. Man it was the City, nature of the defeat. Man City are sublime at home at the moment. But it was the nature of the defeat. It was the lack of tackles, the lack of passion, the fight, the, you know. But full marks must go to the fans who were still seeing yeah. it. Oh, the yeah, they were quality. They were quality. Including Farkoff, Allardyce, Farkoff, yeah, yeah. Allardyce. Well, you know. And, and, and it was after that game that I was lined up I was on my sick bed, but I was lined up by BBC Five Live full time to go. Lined sh- up, lined up by the producer, go straight off on the um, on the radio and isolated Sam for the first time. Most of you know I've supported Sam. I've backed him throughout, and the owners, and the owners, and I completely lost it. I I, I said that Sam had to do the honourable thing and hand his resignation, but I knew he wouldn't do that. That time had come for change and um but i said i knew the owners wouldn't make a change and they did they backed him to the hill and we know now we've got a grin and bear it sam allardyce is our manager to at least the end of the season so suck it up john say they backed him to the hill they really backed him to the hill in the transfer market and they they've been yeah. quality more, more on, on that later, later. <laughs> but uh, here we go here we go here's our good bit a little bit more pleasing now West Ham 2, Cardiff 0. We had 37% possession 37%. and 10 shots. 10 shots with only 3 on target and we managed to get 2 goals. Yeah, I know, but if you look at Card- Cardiff, we're about unlucky. They had the possession, had more chances. Well, it was a classical way performance, target. wasn't it? Where we, we sort of defended well. We got lucky. We took our chances when they came. and We were better than them, Sean, really, at the end of it all. Cardiff are uh, like a direct competition. And we, we've got a hope that the likes of Cardiff... Sunderland, Sunderland Fulham. Palace and all these teams of Fulham, losing. you know, you know, you've got to hope Fulham that these are like teams... stone, they're falling like a stone. Yeah, Swansea are having a struggle, you know. Well, Cardiff are having, obviously, problems with their manager. And uh, Sorry, their owner is what I meant. Oh, and so, just got a new manager. And they lost their manager, obviously, with Malcolm Mackay. But bring him in, bring him in. If you, if you think our owners are bad, how bad is Mr Tan? Really bad. I don't really care about Mr. Tan. I was watching this game at Gunwharf Keys, which what, is a the Cardiff sh- game. Yes, I was watching it on my phone. Yeah. I was watching it at a shopping centre in Portsmouth called Gunwharf Keys. Uh, my girlfriend was in a shop buying clothes. I was sitting on a bench outside the shop watching the football. Uh, Mark Noble got put in by Andy Carroll and slotted it to seal the three points. I jumped up, screamed yes, and lots of people gave me very strange looks, and I had to apologise. 
It's a lot of John people. John didn't watch this game. He said I'd rather watch, do something else exciting instead, didn't you? I just did, I had made a conscious decision that day that I wasn't going to let the whole West Ham thing ruin my day. Because it's just ruined my day every day since a big fat Sam pretty much took over. Just gives me the ache. But as soon as we won, I rung you, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, and it, and it to, made your day. Well, to be fair, the last sort of 10 minutes when it was all coming up that we were willing to win, I was waiting for the result, waiting for the result, but our result was delayed because of that injury, wasn't it? So yeah, that we was were playing on and on and on, and I was like, oh. I mean, that, the two things Down are, to 10 men. Yeah, Tompkins gets sent off, and obviously, um, Demel. His name? Demel got knocked out by our brilliant sign-in, Roger, Roger Johnson. Johnson One thing we didn't mention about Roger Johnson, right? And when we talked about Man City, how average was he made to look by Yaya Torre? How, how average has he been made to look? I mean, how average? He's not. He's been looked. He's looked atrocious. Yeah, he's, he looks really had... average against Yaya Torre in the Man City match. Yeah, he he's done back, the same he looks thing. Like a, a Sunday league, that. he keeps doing defender. it. He's done the same thing. Jockey and defenders, Cardiff, and just he's not he's making tackles again and again. He, he, anyway, more more of that later in the transfer news. Right, no, but, no, next anyway, up, so but, just but, to say, even though I did try to avoid the bloody thing, it's I still got caught up with it because of the, the, the delay and all the. I was starting to sort of get a bit stressed out waiting for this result, whether we were going to get the win or not anyway. It was so nervous. My, my plan to not get It was nervous at the end. When we were 1-0 up, it was really nervous until Mark Noble got the winner. And that's a really good link because we've got the one bit, we've got a little interview from Mark Noble straight after the match. Congratulations. What a massive win for you. How big is it for you as well as your manager? Uh, massive. Um... Uh, I think we, we was the first ones to say how poor we've been lately. You know, we've had two cup games where we've been uh, embarrassed, if you like, and uh, we've come come here today. A tough place to come, you know. They've uh, obviously give top teams a, a game here. I think they've beat City, Drew, Man U, and uh, we've come here and lost a man after about 60 minutes, I think, and I managed to get a 2 0 win. And you had a man sent off as well. So how hard was that for you? And then, of course, your goal in the in the dying moments. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, don't get me wrong, it was tough. I mean, every shot they had went straight to our goalie, so we got a bit of luck. Uh, deflection in the first half that managed to stay out for us, and we haven't had that in the last uh, two or three months, you know. And um, we didn't think it was going to be our day again when Stu down in it, the post early doors. And um, But it was it meant to be. It was a massive lift, uh, big AC coming on. And um, with, a, with a back four intact today, you know, we had Guy Demille go off. I hope he's all right early, early in the game. And... Uh, had to juggle and um, the boys were fantastic and uh, deserved to win. And a, a win today, is that enough to push you on and, and save you from relegation? Uh, I hope so, you know, we've got a good bunch of lads and they all work hard for each other, as you've seen. Um, we thought it was a... Uh, we thought uh, the Spurs away victory was going to spur us on, but it never. Hopefully we can take a bit of a, a fight out of this and we've got players coming back now, you know, from injury and suspension and... And uh, obviously, um, we're uh, we're looking forward to the next few games. I'll leave it there. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Obviously, he's a right geezer, isn't he? I tell you what, I like him as captain. So do I. I'd much rather be having and, him. Captain. And I hope when Kevin comes Nolan. back tomorrow night that uh, he keeps his captaincy. Is he back? Is he? Yep. He's done his bad. It'll be interesting to see. And oh, we're going to talk about that later, won't we? Yeah. Uh, next up is. West Ham 1, Newcastle United 3. So this yeah, was only so two days right, ago. I see, it didn't take that long to review the six matches and we're right up to date. Well, there you go. Let's just do a podcast once every four weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went again on Saturday. That was we good, did. Sorry, that was a good laugh, Sean. That was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cough. Oh, dear. Um, I didn't really want to go to this match. I don't think any of us did, really. None no. of us really thought we turned a corner with Cardiff, did we? No. Oh, it's the fact that we haven't won two Premier League games back-to-back for three years. Sort of swung yeah. it. But but the problem with that is we were in the Championship from one year. Yeah. yeah. But no, but three years playing in the Premier League oh, right. is the stat. Um, so do do a stat attack, George. West Ham 1, Newcastle 3 possession. West Ham 48%. Newcastle 53%. West Ham had 11 shots work? with two... Yeah, Sean, good work. Uh, I've done it again, <laughs> How many times do you just have to add up to 100? It must be 52%. West Ham had 11 shots with two on target. Newcastle had 19 shots with nine on target. Long balls, West Ham United, 87. 
Eight, that's shocking. Newcastle United, 58. <laughs> 87 long balls. That is absolutely shocking. Most long balls. Matt Taylor with 13 for Newcastle. Well, at least it wasn't Cheek. James I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what made me laugh. I actually read the uh, one of the Sunday papers this evening. And in there, Allardyce is quoted as saying, I've got to get through to the players that they've got to not concentrate about the performance. It's not about the actual style of play anymore it's about getting the result mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah but did, did you hear what else he said what is he hear in a minute because uh, we hear what the gaffer had to say but he said we need more draws we're not drawing enough what how about winning it Allardyce you plum anyway. you plum anyway shall we hear what he had to say do we have to but hang on just just to talk about the game a bit obviously we didn't score any goals own goal although Carlton Cole I'm sure will claim he claimed that one didn't he it was right in front of us, and he yeah, clearly you see it was the one goal, and he put, uh, put one off running. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it probably should have been 2-1, and they got a goal at the end. Um, but they, prob- they, we, they deserved it. We missed, two, we missed two sitters. Cole missed a sitter, and, and, Carol, and Carol missed, missed a sitter. Uh, Carol, you can forgive because of his... But Cole, uh, what surprises me is that people are surprised when Carlton Cole misses a chance like that. Everyone seems to have this newfound belief in Carton Cole. But you have to believe that. You have to remember he's the player he, we've he, had forever. He, he he's got, been missing he, chances he like that. He got a bit lucky, he's hasn't he, with his scoring. So, two things I want to ask you before we move to the gaffer. Uh, you were slagging off uh, Matt, uh, Matt Jarvis. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm quickly coming, or slowly coming to the conclusion that he's probably one of the worst wings we've ever had. He just does never look up. He just runs blindly down and tries to not the ball in the box. The amount yeah. of times he's, he could be, he's right in front of us anyway, he's doing it. Mm. You see him, he just runs with his head down. He never looks up when he wants to put the ball in the box. Matt Taylor was getting a lot of grief. Uh, I don't. I, Undeserved, I think. Yeah, he's, playing he, right back. He, he's, he's a wrong footed player playing on the wrong side. He, he's, his position by the manager is. It's just ridiculous. But we're, we're, we all agree there. on the fact that he's a he's a decent player, probably a, a good championship. He's player. He's a good championship player, as are half uh, of our team. Good to have fair. Collins back. Did he make make a difference? He was still oofing the ball. I don't think he made much of a difference. We still lost. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, and just a shout out to Johan Goodbye, by the way. What a free kick that was. Yeah, well, <laughs> His, the funny uh, thing is, and it hasn't been. Well, you can say that, but what a tosser he was. He yeah, came, no, in, no, he no. came and celebrated the third goal. Right in front of the sub, uh, that's a bit, so Trevor Brooking lower. He didn't stop, did he? he yeah. He could see the reaction and then see carried on. Yeah. And he carried on. The referee came to move him on and he was showered with a couple of bottles and a few other missiles. I had to put my hood up when I was no, no so one, the front That, one that hasn't one. been reported. I'm surprised that the papers or, or someone was, didn't make a There was some report in the papers well, about, about the, the FA are going to look into it. Well, it's down to him. He shouldn't have celebrated where he did. Um, although, obviously, we're not condoning people throwing Lucas A bottles. Yeah, at the end of the day, you shouldn't really be throwing coins at players, regardless Did you, of where Were there any coins thrown? I saw bottles and a bit of a litter. So. But it wasn't just him. A couple of the other players jumped on his back and started really... When they could see that the f- crowd were getting more annoyed, they... But he did... What a free kick, though. What a free, free kick, free absolutely. Kick. Put it in the only place, only place that Adrian can have got to, got to it. He nearly got to it at all, to be fair. Two more questions, and then we move on. Uh, Ravel Morrison came on after we were cheering his name and he gave us a little yeah, wave. He had 45 minutes, didn't he? Played the yeah. whole second half. So what, what do you think? He, he didn't seem to get I much of the ball, though. If I was Morrison, I would be out of there like a shot. I wouldn't go to Fulham, though. There's, no, there's absolutely no point being a we're quality... We're going to move on to that on absolutely, that we talk about Absolutely that no point being a quality midfield player at West Ham. Because you're saying it's just hoofed over just his bypassed, head. He, the whole game bypassed that midfield. Okay. Completely missed him out. There was no point. You can see the likes of him, Diarmi. Diarmi's got no interest. It's been rumoured that Diarmi walked out of training, hasn't it? It's, it's been yeah, rumoured. Yeah, we're going to. He's said stuff like there's no point training. Yeah. So, you know. So, question next is Andy Carroll. Obviously, got a good response when he was warming up in front of us. Uh, came on. Made a difference. Oh, you won a few headers more yeah. than Cole does. No, I mean, he, but we we all. But can. he missed a sitter. That, he, he should have done better. Sitter, we expect, we expect Cole to for, miss, but we don't for like expect the best part of a oh, year. Surely's he's going to be rusty. Like, he, he he took it took like five or six games to get up and running last time. How long is it going to take him that's this time? Actually, that's factually incorrect, Dad. He was incredible against Fulham at home. And, and my, yeah, yeah, when he started, and then he got injured and come back again. 
it takes him a while to get fit and up and running. Okay, my last point before we move on. That's to what three. The that's, that's four questions now. I know. You I'm going to move on. Two. So we we sung. Uh, much to my amusement, he shags who he wants, he shags who he wants, Alan Pardew, he shags who he wants. Next day, he's linked in the mirror with a possible taking over as West Ham manager. My question to you two is, would you have him back? Absolutely. I'd have him, but I, I, there, there are certain people that hate him, and but they say that the football under him was rubbish. But, you know, I'd have him back. I thought he... The memories I have of Alan Pardew's reign in charge of West Ham are nothing but good. It was, he used to play... He used to play down the wings, very similar, very similar to getting the ball down the wings and across. And but he was it was quicker. It was more sort of fluid than what Alan. And we had was. Matty Everton instead of Matty Jarvis. Hmm. So right, we're clear. We would have Alan Pardew. He back. went and got Yossi, right. didn't he? Yossi so let's hear what the cover had to say. Uh, Sam, I'm sure you're frustrated and disappointed at the end of that. Consider those two first half goals, but then what a transformation. Yes, I think that um, we had a, quite a bright start and I think that um, um, had we shown a little bit more quality in the final third, might have caused a bit more problems, didn't actually get a chance in that in that period. Um, but then obviously the two goals we, we conceded were uh, you know, a lot down to our deficiencies rather than the, the quality of the opponent's play, I would think. You know? So we came fighting back from that with that lifeline just before half time with the goal and second half we piled and piled the pressure on but uh, couldn't convert the chances we created so again this is very disappointing because I always keep telling the players and reminding them that this particular period has been difficult because we've not drawn enough never mind not win enough uh, so you know you always set out on a game to say that if you can win it that's great if you can't make sure you don't lose it but we're losing too many um, and we've got to put that right as quickly as possible. And, of course, helping put that right will be suspended players back now, which would be James Tompkins and Kevin Nolan. And, of course, injured players as quickly as we possibly can. George McCartney ended up with a, uh, a severe neck problem um, this morning, or greater than we'd expected, so he couldn't be selected. And, and we put Matt Taylor in at right back and two central defenders that never played together before. So... So it's a difficult period for us in the defensive side of it and I think that's the reason why we conceded three goals today. Not that they didn't try very hard, just that the unfamiliarity of our defensive unit at the moment, because it has to change every week, is costing us a, a few problems in terms of the goals that we're conceding. And, and at the other end, we've never scored enough all season, to be fair. But the plus is you've got Ravel Morrison back and similarly Andy Carroll, who's got another 30 minutes. Yes, it's important, today. you know. I mean, Rav's injury hasn't been too bad, but, you know, it's, it's, it's about just being patient enough to get him comfortable to feel that he's OK. You can't say, you know, unless the player tells you I'm fine, you know, you can't, you can't risk anything from that point of view. Andy's got another 30 minutes in. Um, he's disappointed he didn't convert that chance that Stuart got him. Uh, Colton's quite disappointed he got for that so as long as we keep making the chances that's very important and I'm sure that uh, uh, we've got to start putting a few more in and of course like I said get the defensive players back you know five five out of uh, our defensive unit we're missing today um, Guy Demel, Joey O'Brien James Tompkins, Winston Reid you know so we've, we've really got to get those uh, those players back on the on the pitch and have that selection process that where we can pick a team for any particular game to try and go and win it. How crucial is it to nurse Andy Carroll back slowly now? I'm sure supporters might have felt that you could have pushed him in from the start, but I know that you feel that no, it's going to be a long, slow process. I, I can't listen. I don't care what anybody says. I do what, we, what we've been doing all season. It's the medical side that roll on, on how we get Andy Carroll back fit and playing, not anybody else. And my decision by their medical process and say, you risk any more than that, you risk this lad getting injured again. Is that what we want? He's our biggest major asset that we've signed and we want him on the pitch playing every week and we have to do that slowly. Irrespective of how desperate it gets, it's more about, about making sure Andy stays fit for, for the entirety of this season, the rest of this season, to try and help get us some results than it is to try and risk him for an extra 15 minutes and get him injured again. But the performance in the second half showed the resolve, which clearly the squad has got at the moment. And you got, well, the, yeah, got so the support back. Yeah, a bit of fight, a bit of, fight, a bit of, bit of passion. I mean, that's, you know, you've got to get them, get them, give them some excitement to get them on the edge of the seat. You want them cheering for you. And I think at this this, this moment in time, I, mean, it, I, I was just praying it was going to be like a, a, a Sunderland today because I watched Sunderland early doors about their fans being disgruntled with the early part of the game and ended up with a 2-2 draw against Southampton. We certainly had the chance to at least do that today, but failed to convert the chances when we had them, unfortunately. There you go. It's all down there to you. There you have it. 
Doesn't care what anyone says. No. Well, it's all down to the injuries, isn't it? To be fair, he's, he's right. But then again, he, he assembled the squad in the summer, so you have to assemble a squad. To shall, we, shall we talk about the state of the club now? Shall we just chuck that well, in off the back? Yeah, but all I'll say is, um, you know, Andy Rolls, who's head of sports science, or was, uh, has lost his job, you know. Um, now at Arsenal. He's now at Arsenal, but as a physio, not as head of... Oh, I'd rather be at Arsenal. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's he's just a normal physio and his mate is at Arsenal and that's why he's got the job. But without a doubt, I'm sure he's been used as a scapegoat over the whole injury thing. Um, and they brought in the Everton physio, uh, Rogan, who was at a Russian club where... Andy McIntyre. Anzi, where our yeah. new signing, Lucina Troy. Oh no, we didn't get him, did Tro- we? Toro. Because uh, could it could I? Trelaw. Trelaw. I said Trelaw on Saturday. It can only be West Ham United who haven't. We had talk a fo- about that when we get to the trans. Haven't had a striker. Let's, let's talk a about the state of the club. You start, John. I know you had a striker all all year. Basically, we haven't had a striker all year. They said they're going to fling the windows open. We're going to get ourselves a striker. And they line up a striker that hasn't played since October. And they did a well, work for Well, to be here. fair, they've lined that up was, a number of strikers. None of them want to come to play with us. Why is that, Sean? Or, well, one, because I think there's two reasons. Do you think there's, there's an issue with the manager? Do you think there's an issue with the ownership or how they're trying to do the deals? I think there's three reasons. Do you think there's something to do with, the, um, with all the agents and all this stuff? Do you think, yeah. What is it, then? The it's first, all of that, the first, the first reason is David Sullivan likes a deal and he doesn't want to pay full value. So that, that sort of scuppers some deals. And we know in January, everything, all prices are inflated. So I think that scuppers one deal. Number two, a lot of players don't want to be in a relegation fight, so they won't come to West Ham. Number three, I think, yes, there is some that don't want to come and play for, for Sam Allardyce. And number four, yes, I'm sure there's an agent issue that we can't talk about on this podcast. So... At the end of the day, it's, it's down to the management of the club because no one really wants to come and play for Allardyce and the ownership because they're not willing to do the deals at, at the market level in January. They're trying to get these little sort of like special deals. I find it difficult to disagree with you. You All the time since we've had this ownership, all these people that have been in and said that they saved our club and all this. And I, I've always said... I don't buy into that because, you know, someone would have come in at some point and taken over West Ham United. There's no way it would have just gone to the wall. Well, you say that, but look at the alternatives. I'm not going to defend them because it's, it's getting no, to a point held where up, I No, but they've been held up them. in high esteem on that right. basis. So I think that when they took over, the alternatives of Fernandes... Who, let's be clear, let's not has run... Hang on, let me finish. No, there's there's no point going back over all that. into a massive debt problem, and it, will, it could be the death of QPR, right? Fernandes. The other one was um, the Americans, who the guy died, and was going to borrow money and turn us into some... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Kind of either Liverpool or right, so Man United, where oh yeah, we borrow all the money. Imagine being a Liverpool Man No, United. but I mean from a debt issue. Yeah, the one thing they've done is people, reduce our debt. Yeah, but the one thing they haven't done is, is run a club. Pro- they're not run a club properly, Sean. You would have expect these this 
these people who are supposed to be football people, if they'd have run a club properly, they haven't done it. We are how they could not have spent the whole of December or October, November finding a striker who's half be- half decent, like better, just better than Carlton Cole. But I think it goes to, back to line the manager. Up. I think their mistake is to line it up and be Sam ready. Allardyce. I'm agreeing with you. The back in the Sam Allardyce. I think they're good businessmen. I think they understand football. What they've done is they can't. I know people believe that. David Sullivan picks the players and buys the players. I don't think that's true. I how think can, Sam gives be, him a list. How can you be a good, working with that? How list? can you be a good football person and line up a striker that hasn't played since October to solve your well? Striker? I would say that he was on the list from Sam Allardyce. Yeah, but don't don't go for him because he's on a list. But if you're go for another manager, player that's playing and actually, well, all right, I, I, you can't, you just. Yeah. They, they, I can't argue with that either. They, you know, you listen to the radio. It's embarrassing to be but a West Ham right, fan. So why has Everton gone for him? Because they they could They've afford they could afford to sort of put him in the reserves and play him for six weeks. And Monaco bought him for eight point six million, um, and they want him to get game time. And, and I thought, um, I mean, more and more is coming out about this deal. Um, but I've heard he won't be fit for six weeks, and he's yeah, carrying and a little can, hamstring. And they issue. can afford to do that. They don't need. They're not. You know, we needed someone to come. I mean, straight time in, will tell whether he's an amazing, running. you know, success in in the Premier League. I would have. I would have taken. I would have taken Jelovic. I would have taken Long. I would have taken any of those players. Jelovic didn't all, want to. Yeah, but you they, know the problem with Jelovic. We tried to go for Jelovic. They could have all come Jelovic. in. He would have come in if they paid the money, Sean. He didn't want to come to us. He would have come if he had paid the money. I know it's money. difficult to say that he wants to go to Hull rather than West Ham. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that any player would of, rather play for Hull than West Ham. Well, maybe that's a sad case mm. of our club at the moment. Well, it could be a case. Mm-hmm. Of so, anyway, get that? off your chat. What else do you want to say about the club and the manager and the, and just, the ownership? I just, I mean, the whole thing has turned the club into a lot. Off his stock. It's embarrassing to be a West Ham fan, and everyone, yeah. everyone who says that Allardyce, you should back Allardyce because you know he has got all these injuries, he's got all that, but he, it's all of his own doing. He he put all, all his transfer budget. He knew the budget. He put it all in on Carroll. He spent his last five or six mil on Downing. Didn't buy another striker. Yeah. All the all the other monkeys have done it. Have backed him and gone with their manager. But what yeah. they haven't done is when it was clearly going tits up is, like I say, they should have had someone ready for the 4th or 5th of January. Anyone. who yeah. only, only had to be half better than um, Carlton Cole because he, everyone knows who's coming into play for us is going to be second fiddle to yeah. Carroll. They all know that. Yeah, I, I, and I don't disagree with you. It's I, just I, bad I management am, from top I'm to bottom. I'm embarrassed and I'm humiliated that I gave so much back into Sam Allardyce in the past. And the bloody I feel let me down or... personally. <laughs> and, um, Did it on purpose just to annoy uh, you? I can't believe And, and I have started owners. asking questions of our owners. I have, still believe have, um, long term our owners will see us through. I just can't. I, but I, I have come to the end of the line with Sam Allardyce have, now. Have your bookings for Allardyce grams dried up? They, they've dried up completely. Have they? Yeah. I just can't. I well, can't come on, believe George, that you enter the argument. There. It's not oh, just right. us two. He's, not, I, he's sick of it. I've just I've, I've completely lost interest. Like I said Allardyce at the beginning out. of this podcast, <laughs> I still Allardyce. Oh yeah, Allardyce. I've been Allardyce out for a very long time. And owners. And when you've got two, I don't. They can carry on and do what they want. But the, when you've got two managers without jobs, like Steve Clark and Malky Mackay, both connections to the club, both decent managers, especially Malky Mackay, I think. Why is so Allardyce doing a job? The other side of it is, is what he's going to do for the club long term. The likes of like Morrison and that. Like I say, they might as well not be here. He, he doesn't want to be at West Ham because of Allardyce. That's why he doesn't yeah. want to be at West Ham. Well, we'll move on to that. Let's move, that's a good link to move on to the transfer bit. So transfers so. confirmed we have Roger Johnson and Carlton Cole. Yeah. <laughs> so Carlton Cole, I know it's been widely speculated he was on 40 grand a week, but I have on good authority that he asked for 40 grand a week, but his new deal is 25 grand a week, which I think is reasonable for a player of his age with his knee problems and everything else. Particularly in the Premier League, our uh, targets. He's been all, and to be, give him credit, he's he's been like he's either been lucky or better than he's, he's normal. He's, did you see his interview on Sky Sports over the weekend? No, he's been lucky. Uh, he's just yeah. Look at his. I'll, I'll put it up on the <laughs> his goals. But I'll, I'll, yeah, he did. Daisy Gold did say he's been lucky. But if you um, 
I'll put the interview he did with Sky Sports up on the Facebook page. So that's what was so embarrassing as well. They let him go in the summer because they knew he wasn't good enough. No, no, they didn't let him go if he was good. He demanded a wage increase and a long contract, and he thought he could get 40 grand a week, right? They said, good luck. We're not, they did offer him a contract, John. It wasn't about he wasn't good enough. It was all down to his wage demands. In the end, they refused to do his wage demands of 40 grand a week. He walked off, right? He's come back, and guess what? Basically, he's on the same money he was on I don't, when honestly, he left. I don't doubt. Probably even slightly less. I don't doubt he could have got a contract. He was on, on his short-term contract. He was on 20 grand a week. He, he probably... I now he's on 25. I, bet he I could don't know how much when he left. I think he was on nearly 30 grand a week when he was with us last time. I bet he could go... He so, could have gone to QPR or someone like that would have had him. Well... I would say he came back with his tail between his legs and saw that maybe... Just can't get rid of him. He... <laughs> just cannot get rid of him. He's I think his agent, which is, well, one of them, Silkman, but another one, um, probably told him he could have earned more money. This was his big payday. West Ham called his bluff and he's come back to us. But, you know, when people say he's really loyal and he loves West Ham, I think he does and he likes to show that. But at the end of the day, he refused to play in the Nottingham Forest game because he didn't want to be cup-tied. Targets in. Where did you get this list from, Sean? So these these are various media reports in the last seven days. I don't think think we're going to get Arsenal's captain, Thomas Vermaelen. Well, that was Sam who said that, by the way. Absolutely no chance. Sam said that in the post-match interview after um, Newcastle. Did you not hear him say that? He's made an approach. We were were interested. We were trying to get him. Yeah, I know. Might as well go with Messi. Yeah. Uh, Everton hijack Lucina Trelaw, as Sean yeah. calls him, or Traore. Uh, so we we agreed apparently a deal for a £500,000 loan fee. Um, he We did the deal with Monaco. Monaco said, yeah, okay. We got the work permit, as you know. We did all the work on the work permit. Um, when we found out, we did the medical, we found out it would take six weeks because he was carrying a little injury to be fit. I'm told that West Ham went back to try and renegotiate the loan. In the meantime, Everton came in, turned his head, he refused to sign uh, on the dotted line, and now he wants to sign for Everton, See, and they're going to get their own appeal. Again, since we didn't actually sign a striker in time for any of these crucial games that we've had, which we've lost most in this window so far, all the people that they've been linked with, which are strongly linked with, like Troy or Heitinger, do you remember that fiasco? All these players, none of them are coming off. Don't you think the club should actually make some kind of statement no, saying they probably shouldn't? It's saying you know we are doing this, but we just keep getting knocked back because we're yeah, well, not willing to pay the money. Sam sort of has said, we're right, not going to give us some reason Frec- behind Frec- it all. El Hadjouf, yeah, this one was on Sports Direct. Rearing his ugly head. I mean that that one I could see fans going mental if that one was he true from Leeds. Alberto Gilardino. Why is this in bold? Is this? Uh, it's not, but that was a recent one. He's a. It is in bold. He's in a, I know it is. But he's <laughs> an Italian veteran, isn't he? Thirty-two yes, years he old. I forget who he plays for. Azamora Gian. Gian. I, I'd like to sign him. But he was. He was spoken about in before the window yeah. opened, and he, it was. They said he ain't coming. But he would be a good signing, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, he would. See, that's why, again... I'll, he went, he, he went to play in the um, Emirates for he money, went for didn't money, he? for money, didn't he? There, there must be players, you, like you said to me, who would you get? I said, well, I haven't got a scouting network, but there must be quite a few players sat on benches that are going to the World Cup in the summer yeah. looking for somewhere to play for the next three or four Mikel months. Mikel Silvestre. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard for a while. Where's he playing? Does anyone know? I don't know. Some Do you know who Italian. he is, Sean? I don't really no, know. No, he's played for Man United. Man United. Oh, did he? Uh, Ricky Lambert. Well, now, this is my big choice, right? Ricky Lambert. Wait, I, I don't believe it, Sean. Right. No, we did go in for Ricky Lambert, right? We did go in before um, the chairman got sacked of Southampton. We put a bid in for four and a half million pound on the drip. They want seven million up front, and plus the player didn't want to come to us. But we weren't last week when um, what's his name, Nicola. Cortese. Cortese. Cortese, yes, uh, Got um, <laughs> sacked. I understand Sullivan went back in. He didn't get sacked, he resigned, didn't he? Oh, well, he, he resigned. He w- she went back into the new owner thinking, oh, she's a bit naive, uh, and tried to do another bid for Ricky Lambert. For me, Ricky Lambert is the person who's tried and tested in the Premier League. If, he, if we 
came to for us. For two seasons. He, he's exactly what we need to get us out of this trouble. But he doesn't want to come to us. He won't come. Marco Borrello. Bor- Borrello. Borrello. Italian. Italian. Uh, Jolene Lescott. <laughs> Fabio Quagliarella. Do you think Lescott will come? No. 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 Fabio Quagliarella. I know him. He's Italian. Caps are Italian as well. Striker. Uh, Gary Rodriguez, a winger. Yeah, well, we need another one of those. Well, that's what I thought. This, so this got rumoured heavily. <laughs> Gary thought, Rodriguez. Why do we need another winger? Uh, defender Marcus Holgersson. Never heard of him. I'm guessing he's Swedish. He's Swedish. Danish or Norwegian. He's Swedish. Defender Marco Motta. Well, he's a good defender. He's Italian, isn't he? He's... We seem to be doing a lot of business in trying to do a lot of there's a lot of talented Italy. there's a lot of talented Italians in in the leagues in Italy in yeah. Italy. <laughs> no there's one player I can't remember what his name is now might be him actually Borriello I'm going to Google him um, he scored four goals against AC Milan but he's like he's like Ravel Morrison he's he's got a bit of a temper on him I think it is him that's oh, what right. we need well I don't really know we might be talking about a lot of them but we're not doing any business are we sure. well none of them want to come why is that then let's go over that well we know we've talked about it <laughs> we've given the reasons that's no, not him so the last two George um, Liverpool former Liverpool striker Dirk Coit Coit and is he any good he was alright he'd do a job for now and, th- and th- this new one has come to um, light today I've just done Kiero. an article Cyril uh, in West Ham till I die try and, be... say, try and say his last name oh I'm not going to try and say his last name I reckon it's Thero 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 so I've just done Ter- an article that's called uh, will come out today or tomorrow Did called Nice L- One Cyril you remember Lillian Turam he was TH was he so guess what he's Cyril 30 years Ter- old Terreau. he's French oh well and he's at the end of his career I, it's, it can only be someone who's not who's happy to be sat on the bench can't it yeah. be because we never you know, we all know he's going to be sat on the bench. So that's the who we've been linked with, but all we've got is Roger Johnson and Carton Cole. On that list, I think we'll get about zero of right. those. We shall see. Possible outs. Well, no one's left so far. Morrison. Uh, Ravel Morrison. Fulham offered us 4.5 million. We, fa- we value him at 10 million. We would possibly sell for eight. Now, two things about Ravel. Um, what can we say about Ravel that we won't get us in trouble on this podcast? Uh, despite no, you're not going to get in trouble on this podcast. Despite the rumours, there have been problems with, let's just say, signing a new tr- contract with Ravel and Sam and Ravel and his agent have not seen eye to eye. Let's just say that. Um, I think Ravel doesn't take authority very well, and the club, I believe, are quite concerned whether ever he will ever take authority very well. Do you think and he clashes with Allardyce? <laughs> Big time. Um, but, you know, what Fulham did was tapping up without a doubt, and they have made a complaint, and we'll see whether the FA... No one's made a complaint, by the way, about tapping up since 2006 when Chelsea got done for tapping up Ashley Cole and got fined 300 grand. No one oh, must have been really a, hurt them. There's been a lot of tapping up, but no <laughs> one's complained. So it, it will be interesting if West Ham take this to the. But my understanding, it's been widely reported as well, is if ten million pound is offered, then his fifteen grand wage, weekly wage, goes to sixty grand, and it's hard life. But he's probably the lowest paid first team player, fifteen grand a week. Yeah, he's, he he's, he's, he's only eighteen. He's, he's pretty inconsistent. Twenty. 20. God, well old. He's pretty inconsistent. He's, he's, yeah. he's been in and out of the squad. He's been in and out. His performances are like hot and cold. So When he, when he really commands a, so, a start every game. So, yeah, more dilemma, guys. Would you take £8 million? Yeah, if he wants to go, I don't want him. If he wants to go, then take the money. If he would stay, if he'd be happy to stay, I would pull him to one side and say to him, look, Whatever happens, Allardyce is out in the well, summer, and you can stay. Well, un- we un- I understand that we're gonna. We said that we will renegotiate his deal in the summer, but possibly his agent doesn't want that. He's been with his agent a long time, and he doesn't want to change agents. Is all I say. Oh. Um, but Ooh. Um, Ooh. make of that what you will. 
Um, but uh, I don't know. I think he's a troubled kid. Uh, well, I'm not old, sure we'll ever old... see the best of him. If we, the we old... pay 650 grand for him, if we can get 8 million, I say that's good business. The old um, bid that came in for him had the army involved yeah, in it as so well. which is move on to. So the army has a trigger clause, get out release clause in his contract, three and a half million pounds. So he is always susceptible to a bid of that cross. But but I don't problem. mind because he's been rubbish. Yeah, but two things. Problem with die army. Who is die army? Got him to talk. Um, number one, as part of that deal, he's got to be paid fifty grand a week. So any club taking him on have got to pay him fifty grand a week. Secondly. Don't forget, he's got a heart problem. So they take the risk of his heart problem, which is the risk we took when we took him on from... Wigan. Wigan. First day, walked so we, out... You know, just asked before this, would you you say okay for him to go three and a half now? Yeah, absolutely fine. Again, he's another player. that is, he's, a, he's a quality player. He's been ruined by the Allardyce system. So Diarmi was apparently dropped when he refused to train. He said to Allardyce, it's reported, don't see the point of it. And that's why he was dropped earlier this no, there's no few point. games There's ago. no point training in the and midfielder with an anodized team, is there? But what, what you did you... S- get crook in the neck. What did you say on Saturday? You said he didn't look like he was trying. He, he, he looks, looks he no interested. He didn't look interested. He looked, yeah, he was not interested. Did you agree? Yeah, I would. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Ricardo Vazte walked out of a de- development match. That's what I'm told. He's said allegedly. to not be very happy. He's not a happy bunny. Well, allegedly he was playing in a development match. Wasn't getting enough of the ball. And uh, and walked out. So, is his head gone? Head's gone. Uh, Madibo Maiga, he's available for a cut price, or free, to get him off our wage bill. He's on 38 grand a week. Mm-hmm. 4.7 million we paid for him. We were hoping to get 3 million. There's been no takers. Um, although Harry Redknapp denied being interested in him. Oh, he said he was an interesting player, but... He hasn't refused to come and he hasn't... Did you see the press conference? I did. Anyway, he... Harry wants a deal, probably wait for the last day of the season and do the deal through his car window in the car park. But I understand if we could do a deal, get the, him off our wage bill, we might just l- release him. Release but they're still hopeful they can get me. a million quid for him and try and do a little bit of damage limitation. Right. But that's um, another one of, uh, at the end of the day, he's got another two and a bit years on his contract. Another Why one can't of... he just sit there and get his... If I'm him, I'll, go, I'll just get my 38 grand a week sitting on the bench. Uh, there's another one of Sam's... Um, Genius Another quality signing. Um, judge a man, manager by his signings. I'm going to make an executive decision and not play that clip. Yeah, fine. Uh, more than just podcast, Fancy League update. Top is Sean. Hey, back where I belong. He's in the lead with 1,384 points, 1,384. Yeah. George drops three places down to fifth Whee! with 1,355 points. John drops down to 23rd with 1,257 1, points. And Reese is down again to 92nd with 1,002 well, points. At least he's got over 1,000 points now. 120th and last place is George Stone dropping like a stone with 644 points. Go on, George. It's been... Uh, you've played your wild card, have you? I've played my wild card, sure. Yeah. I've, I've just actually well lined up my whole team now just to have Arsenal, Liverpool... And Chelsea. Chelsea. And City. Yeah. And um, and basically then uh, my one my one be Adrian is the backup goalkeeper. Very good. Well done. Um, John... John's rant of the week. Yes, a new, new one-off thing. John's <laughs> rant of the week. Something got you angry, didn't it, in the last you week? had a little fight. I was just... I didn't have a little fight. I was just... Twitter fight. Twitter. Uh, Twitter this time of the... In the transfer window, it's just full of pretty much rubbish. But it, I, every time... I found some news feed I was following. Every time I clicked on it, it's just blocked up my phone. And I started with an advert. Was it Fly Ad or Ad Fly ad or fly. something like that? It just drove me nuts. So I tweeted the guy and said, this ad fly on your W, is it WHUFC, is it underscore news, is that it? I believe that is the one. Every time you click on this thing, this advert, this, this advert is bollocks. 
I'm going to unfollow. That's a Twitter well, bite. Yeah. Excellent. And the bloke just basically turned around and said, all right, bollocks to you, off you go. See you later. Which I thought, well, fair enough. But uh, that's, Twitter is one of the last things, isn't it, where you can get... I use, I, read, yeah. I read the news on Twitter. I've, I follow news feeds, so you can, you can click on and you can just read all the West Ham news on Twitter. Now people are trying to monetize it. I think that's a and load. it's wrong. If I you think wanna, it's a load of bollocks. So if you I would follow, suggest yeah. I agree. unfollow WHUFC underscore news and to stop everyone who's got a news feed to start advertising yeah. on the news And if you want to follow a news feed without ads, you could follow my Twitter account, which is <laughs> at West Ham <laughs> there Football. You go. There you no, go. That's not the point. And uh, I promise, I make this commitment... My feed will never have ads. And I said, I said, like you're you trying to make it, yeah. make money out of West Ham fans. He said, oh, "No, I'm not." I said, "Well, you are because if West Ham yeah. don't follow you, yeah. we said, do it for his, the love. We his, don't do his, it to monetize." His argument it, was, he takes the time to post the news. Surely, you should get paid for it. No, well, really, yeah, we look, do it for the most, love of West Ham. Most of those things are all, like all automated news feeds. Exactly. It's like us trying to make money out of this podcast. It is. How's, how's our advertising yeah, coming on well. with a betting company, George? Um, <laughs> well, I just thought bollocks anyway. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. John, I agree. Um, any, well, if you do want some West Ham news and some friendly banter, why not join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast, and post some comments like some people have tonight. We'll start with Scott George Smallman. Hi, Scott. Welcome to Mondra's Podcast 2014. There are three, four teams... Oh, no, better read what you said first. Yeah, read what I said. And I'm going to ask the same question Sean says, guys. we're back tonight for our first podcast of 2014 after an extended Christmas break fueled by illness, parties, hangover and depression over West Ham. Send in any questions or comments for the podcast. Just a few questions to get you started. Who would you replace with Sam Allardyce if the decision was... Who would you replace... Who would, who would replace Sam Allardyce if this decision was yours? You're, you're so bad at writing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which striker would you want to bring in during the transfer windows has to be a player which is likely to come to us and within our budget do you <laughs> <laughs> how do we know that Sean how do you know they're, they're well just just so you don't say Lionel Messi or something stupid is what the point there there must be people willing to join us it's just how do, do you we have what it takes to survive the drop this season or are we doomed do you think yeah alright so I wrote it really fast <laughs> do, and didn't, do you we have Scott George Smallman says there are three or four teams worse than us but at the moment they have the fight which we lack Tony Piracos says Zola or Di Matteo Defoe would have been the perfect partner to carry all but not to be so go and get Jordan Rhodes if we get seven points in February we will be in a better position but those two wins in Feb must be versus those teams around us such as Norwich and Swansea Agreed. And the draw versus Villa makes seven points. Any less, and I'll be watching us versus Yeovil Town on Satanta next season, 2am Melbourne time. <laughs> Toby Fisher says Malky for me. Gary Prince simply answers Steve Clark. Denver Bar, no. Finish on 29.33 points. Michael Johnson says, hi chaps. Number one, he'll bring in Malcolm Mackay. Number two, bring in Yakubu. How old is he? Uh, number three, I think we'll be fine when Reed Vaztay, in brackets, drop Jarvis, are back and Andy Carroll and Ginger fully fit. Got to lose Taylor. Mm. Rob Absalom says, I don't want rid of Big Fat Sam. Where has the constant change of managers got us in the last ten years? He's not my pick, but I say stick with him. Uh... He says, bring in anyone, purely as cover for injury. And number three, he says, if the injured players return soon and hit the ground running, then yes, we will survive. Thanks, everyone. So then, ask me those three questions. <coughs> to us three. John, manager, striker, will we survive? I would have got Shane Long. Yeah. I would have, I would have got rid of... Uh, I would have got rid of Allardyce as soon as Malky Mackay became available. He's still not available at the moment, technically, but he will be available. Technically. All right, well, to be honest with you, I'd have anyone. I mean, the only reason I actually tweeted a few weeks back saying that they're going to stick with Allardyce, we've got to back the team, and, you know, that's the way it goes. We've got to hope for better management in the summer. Allardyce is staying. It's going to be 
his reputation he's trying to save, isn't it? He, he's never yeah. been relegated. Sam's teams do not go down. Yeah, so I would have had anyone. And, and the chairman said, if we weren't, if we wanted to recruit someone to get us out of this mess, we'd recruit someone exactly yeah, like. Yeah, right, that, that's a weak argument. Uh, he, he's looking like a dinosaur. For anybody who George. says anybody who says we should still back Allardyce should remember it was Allardyce who put the squad together. It was Allardyce who spent the whole budget in the summer and left us short of cover as strikers and defenders. It's Allardyce is doing where yeah. we are now. George. Yes. Answering those three questions. Manager, striker, will we survive? Malky McCoy. Kenwyn Jones. No. And I will go. Finally. I think you know. I think we might get Kenwin Jones. I'd have him better than Colin. I've got a feeling he's going to. We're going to go for him. Really? Yeah. So I would go for um, Alan Pardew, like we mentioned earlier. We wouldn't come. But he's he's got like a eight-year contract. Yeah, but that's for another reason, and, and, and there is a way to get rid of him. But well, if you're you're going to say other ones at the moment, Malcolm Mackay's not available. I would still go, and I know he won't come, but I'm still a big fan of Ricky Lambert. And think he would do really well for us for a couple of seasons. And I'm still optimistic that when we get all our injuries back, we will survive by the skin of our teeth. I think it's only going to take about 35 points to be safe this season because of the dross around us. And I think we will finish 17th or 16th. Just a shout out to Joan Rutherford, who did say in reply to our tweet... Same we're back tonight. Says, hooray, I've missed you guys. Oh, we've missed you too, Joan. Thanks, Joan. We're back. Aren't we great? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, think we, I think we might survive by the skin of our teeth. Well, like, I think it's going to be... Or the podcast l- or the <laughs> team. I think it's going to be down to the fact that other you teams... You said we're going down. I, I think we'll go down. You said we'll I think we might survive just by the skin of our teeth. But like I said at the beginning, I'm just embarrassed... Yeah, right, me we're too. coming up to an hour, so very quickly. Predictions, predictions. We for Man City and Chelsea we're, away. Yeah. So we've got Man City at home tomorrow night. We're going. We're 6 0 oh, down. George, commit now on the podcast. Oh, Are you no, coming I'll, or not? I'll decide tomorrow when I'm decide away. Tomorrow. Yeah, I feel oh, and I forgot to be bothered. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we're 6 0 down in the first leg. Yeah. How do you think we'll do tomorrow? I think we'll win 7 6. Me too. Oh, I think we win. I think we win one nil. I think we're gonna win. I think we're gonna score seven goals. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, let's hope so. We're gonna win. We're, we're going to Wembley. We're going to Wembley, and now you're gonna believe First us. Sunderland. And now you're gonna believe us. West Ham, Sunderland. We're final. going to Wembley. Okay, go on, Chelsea. Chelsea game. away. We're going. Sean. We are. We're going. We're going. Well, we got ten pound <laughs> discount. We did get ten um, pound discount. Thanks to the Premier League away fund, we paid fifty-two pound each. Well, I don't know if you paid fifty-two. You did as well, didn't you? Yeah. And we've got a £10 discount. So you get charged for that out then, do you? For that? Yeah, it does. It depends, certain clubs do. We've we got good tickets for it's Chelsea. my last Wake. time, though. It's but don't worry, because I'm Dice has written off these two games. We're playing for pride for both. Pride. That means we're going to get slaughtered on both. Might play the It'll kids. be good going to Chelsea away on a Wednesday night. That'll be fun. It will. So. Uh, we'll lose that 3-0. 3-0, yeah, I agree. I think Chelsea haven't... Jose Mourinho hasn't lost at home, has he? Yeah. Has he? I don't think so. Whatever. Not as a Chelsea manager. Not as a Chelsea manager. No, I think it's one of those weird stats that he's never lost at home. So He's drawn. You, you, you think he's going to lose on Wednesday night? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> I'm going to go for a shock 1-0 win to break Jose Mourinho's record. And it will be the shock of the season. That they've taken it for granted, and we win one nil. How's that? Yeah, Am I deluded? Do I talk bollocks? That would be brilliant. You do talk bollocks, but that would be brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and I think what we're going to have to do for the rest of the season really is come up with some new things to do in the podcast because it's just going to be miserable listening. Yeah, we're going to have to have we're a new have to have right to, in if you've got a new we've idea. Got, we've got a new logo coming soon. Cheery. We're going to have to do some. We're going to have to, do, we're we're have to bring. Um, David Gold question time back. Oh, no, we can't because David Gold doesn't tweet doesn't anymore. Doesn't tweet anymore. He stopped tweeting. Even Jack Sullivan stopped tweeting. Yeah, but there's these people who've got parody things. They, that's another thing that drives oh, me nuts. Oh, Big Sham. They, they drive me nuts. Have you not seen the Sullivan and Gold? Um, the Jack Sullivan parody? Account? No, I haven't seen that one. I've seen and Big Sham. Dave, have you seen the David Gold I've seen parody. the David Gold one. They, uh, they, see they, then why do you follow them? Stop I don't follow them. Other people retweet them. 
Stop filling the people who retweet them. Anyway, thank you for listening to Monster's Podcast Podcast. Uh, it's been yeah, a long sorry one, it's gone on we've had lots to long, catch up we had, on. A lot, we had seven games to review. We, we did. I, I promise not to moan so much next week. I doubt that. <laughs> Are we going to do one next week? Well, that's why I did the um, the Chelsea prediction. <laughs> Just in case we don't. <laughs> sorry, coughing away. Um, I don't think, we, I don't think we need to because we don't have a game. We've got Man City tomorrow, but we're the FA Cup this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been George. Sean's been Sean. I've been Sean. Thank you. John's been John. Despite what's going on, come on, you iron. Come on, you iron. Keep the faith. Um, Even Anadice. Fuck Anadice. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.